Namaste and welcome to Vedanta the River of Wisdom podcast. A podcast that brings to you the ancient flowing tradition of wisdom that reveals you up your being having a human experience. I am Swamini B, a Vedanta teacher and a Hindu monk and your guide by the side. Let us flow you and I on the banks of the river of wisdom a time sensitive announcement guru purnima is coming up on 13th july 2022 in the vedic tradition the guru is worshiped as the very embodiment of brahma vidya self knowledge thus guru pada puja the puja to the feet of the guru is performed to express one's shraddha to the guru a gratitude to the guru parampara for all that one has received to honor the tradition of reverence and renew our commitment to learning you can do this guru pada puja for your guru or even to bhagavan as a guru so that you may find a guru We're teaching how to do a Guru Pada Puja, both the short form and the long form. If you want to learn, please get in touch with Rashmi, that's R-A-S-H-M-I, at discoveratma.com. Or if you are familiar with Sanskrit chants, then you can just download the guide from the link that is also given in the description of this episode namaste hello hi a warm hug this is happiness speaking i'm not on youtube nor on instagram nor on twitter nor on linkedin or any of the social media apps you see i don't need any marketing or promotion you cannot subscribe to me nor follow me why because i'm in your heart i am you or rather your nature every time you move away from your nature you try to return to me there is nothing to seek beyond me once you are one with me all is well with you the complaints slither away All aspirations begin with me and everything stops with me. Actually, as happiness, I am always accessible. And you, my friend, are paradoxical. You say you want happiness, but you dismiss me or disregard me. Don't believe me? Let's try this. I will be happy when Complete the sentence with the first thought that comes to your mind. Some of your responses will be, I will be happy when I lose weight. I will be happy when I go on a vacation or to the ashram. I will be happy when I retire from work. I will be happy when I make a few millions. I will be happy when my children get into an Ivy League university. I will be happy when I fully heal from my trauma. 
I will be happy when I have more followers on social media. And the list goes on. When you do achieve some of these things, a job, partner, vacation, etc., it seems like there is a happiness spurt. But research suggests that you go back to your baseline, which is an unhappy state. Despite your unhappy state, sometimes your experience contradicts your aspirations. Your happiness goals still have to be achieved. And yet, you find yourself being happy when you hear a wonderful song or you dance or you help someone by filling up a form at the bank or you see yourself feeling grateful for all that you have been given. The truth is, we have developed the habit of being unhappy. Yes, you heard it. And it's time to break the habit. Or, if our happiness is not in the future, it lies in the sepia-tinged place of nostalgia. I was so happy and carefree when playing in school. I was happy when I did not have responsibilities. I was happy when we were dating. I was happy when I got my first salary, etc. Nostalgia is a good place to visit, but not a place one can stay in. These different responses reflect that happiness seems to belong either to the future or to the past. It seems like there is a baseline of unhappiness that one has and occasionally a few moments of happiness emerge. You say you want to be happy, but I find that you avoid me happiness or you postpone being with me. You confuse me with convenience. Despite all the conveniences that reduce drudgery, such as the washing machine, dishwasher, mixer, home delivery apps for anything and everything, you still complain. Look at the irony. As happiness, I am the most wanted in the world and yet least received. In the rare moments that you are one with me, you have no resistance. You are flowing with reality and in harmony. You may be with a loved one. Your child surprises you with a thoughtful gesture. Or you complete a difficult task. Or you wake up refreshed. Or you just hear birds chirping at the window as you sip your cup of tea. In all these moments, nothing dramatic has happened. The world's problems have not been solved and yet you are happy. The irony is that you want to be unconditionally happy, but you place conditions on me. You ask someone, how are you? And the person replies, I am happy. And you wonder about the reason. Or as in the old advertisement for a soap, you ask, is it love or is it dove? Do you know who else lives in your heart along with me? 
लव ग्रैटिट्यूड कनेक्शन एंड धर्म फर्स्टली वेन यू आर ओपन टू रेकग्नाइजिंग ऑल दैट यू हैव रिसीव्ड एंड बिन ब्लेस्ड विथ अ नेचुरल ग्रैटिट्यूड अराइजेज यू ड्रॉप योर रिजिस्टेंस टू हाउ थिंग्स शुड बी एंड सी थिंग्स एंड सिचुएशंस फॉर वॉट दे आर If gratitude doesn't come naturally to you you can practice it just by paying attention to all the good that happens even in the worst of times on the other hand if you feel you are entitled to everything you can never be satisfied by anything even if god comes to see you you will demand why did you not appear sooner gratitude softly opens the petals of your heart you are grateful you are happy try being grateful and not happy it's a possible gratitude and happiness walk hand in hand secondly when you have love for your partner your children your dog your friend your teacher you resonate with them on the other hand when the gap is big about what they should be and how they actually are you resist them and their behavior whatever they do is never enough for you of course acts of adharma such as abuse are an exception to what i just said in the discovery of love for them you feel happy in their presence and you drop your resistance with how they should be you accept them as they are you are happy so try feeling loved or loving and not happy it's a possible love and happiness swing hand in hand thirdly when you connect with the other you are happy it does not matter whether you are extroverted or introverted even talking to the customer care executive or the cashier at the supermarket can make us feel connected research studies show that you are happier when you spend money for others than when you spend money for yourself when we are not connected we feel lonely and isolated rather than wait for someone to reach out to us when you reach out to the other and the other may even be your plant on the window sill or the elderly person learning how to use a smartphone things change our vedic tradition reminds us of our five sacred connections and hence five sacred duties to all of these people plants and animals our ancestors our teachers and our devatas even if you do any action for either or all of them every day you feel the connection you have you are connected you are happy try feeling connected and not happy
it's all possible. Correction and happiness dance gracefully. Fourthly, when you do the right thing, according to the dharma of the situation, be it standing up for yourself in an argument or refusing to argue and hugging the person or being fair to your colleagues or going for a walk, you experience the glow of doing the right thing. On the other hand, when you hurt someone or are hurt by someone, the dharma of ahimsa and karuna are not upheld. As a result, the unkind word, the inconsiderate action, the rude behavior may play on loop in the recesses of the mind trying to find closure. And only when you address it, you are at peace. You are aligned with dharma. You are happy. Sometimes you may do the right thing which is unpopular, but it still makes you happy. Try aligning with dharma and not being happy. It's not possible. Dharma and happiness often walk hand in hand. To top all of this, if you discover Ishvara, then I, as happiness, do not just hide in your heart. Your heart pulsates with love and I reflect in your eyes and your warm, happy smile. Bhagavan Krishna says in the Gita, Prabhavav pralayasthanam nidhanam bijam avyayam 9.18 I am the one from whom the whole creation has come, into whom everything is resolved, and in whom everything has its being, in whom everything is placed and the imperishable cause. The laws of dharma, the laws of connection, and the laws of emotion are just Bhagavan's love, an expression of his fullness. Your body, mind, sense complex and all forms are fully pervaded by Bhagavan. If you know this, you cannot help but be a devotee, the one who has found love for Bhagavan. The relationship of a devotee to Bhagavan is not exclusive. It's all encompassing. You are a devotee first and only then a devotee professional, a devotee parent or a devotee partner. All forms are manifestations of Bhagavan and you look forward to doing things for these manifestations of Bhagavan appropriately. Be it changing the diapers of your ailing mother or offering constructive feedback to a team member or paying off the fees of your maid's daughter. Where there is love, there is happiness. It is this cheerful devotee, the karma yogi, who eventually discovers ananda as one's own nature. And so I, happiness, am you. I hope I've set the record straight. 
I was always in your heart, but you were the one that ignored me, denied me, and looked elsewhere. This is not a complaint, just an observation. And so next time, don't ask yourself, how can I be happy? Ask, why am I not allowing myself to be happy? And we can chat if you wish. By the way, I am contagious and infectious. You want to make someone happy? You try being happy. The happiness you want to see in this world starts right where you are. It starts with you, here and now. You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful and offering insight, I do hope you will consider sharing this with your friends, family or on social media. A time-sensitive announcement. I am delighted to announce an online course on meditation. It's called Dhyanam, Meditation and the Meditator. Offered by the Hindu University of America, the course will run from mid-July to end of September 2022, every Sunday at 11 a.m. EST. Drawing from the Yoga Sutras, the Bhagavad Gita and the Upanishads, this course will lead the participant to have a guided, suitable and meaningful meditation practice. Please check out hua.edu or the link in the description of this episode. See you there. Would you like to receive an email every month that will bring to you more wisdom, more happiness and more freedom? If the answer is yes, then our monthly newsletter Arshavidya Bharati is for you. It has articles on living our traditions, links to podcast episodes, articles and videos published elsewhere in the month, reflections about how Vedanta is changing the life of students, announcements about events and courses, profound Sanskrit sayings and much, much more. And it's not too long. Do consider checking out this month's issue and also subscribe. The links are in the description of this episode. The transcript of this podcast is available on discoveratma.com forward slash category forward slash podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have a request or a reflection, please write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com. That's S-W-A-M-I-N-I-J-I at discoveratma.com. As always, thank you for listening and we meet next week.